Hello everyone, my name is J.B. Hickson with Not By Works Ministries, where truth is sensational, but never sensationalized. It's time for another episode of Culture Shock, and I have some sad news to report. Common sense has finally breathed its last. We've seen it coming for a long time, as more and more examples of absurdity and logical fallacies dominate the headlines, but over the past few weeks, I fear we have finally reached the end. I'm calling this episode of Culture Shock, Common Senselessness. Common senselessness. You know, surely by now everyone knows, or should know, at least those who still have a modicum of common sense anyway, that our country has slowly been ensuring its own demise for the past 120 years or so. Through mechanisms like, for example, the compulsory government schooling program, as whistleblower Charlotte Isserby has shown in her monumental work, The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America. And of course, it has been well documented that co-conspirators in this takeover of the education system have included the Carnegie and Rockefeller Foundations and their not-so-subtle influence over the textbook industry. This cartoon really says it well, and if you're listening to this via the podcast, I encourage you to check out the video version of this culture shock on our website, if for no other reason than to see this humorous cartoon. It shows a doctor with a tongue depressor looking down a patient's throat and The caption says, the tonsils look fine, uh, but boy, that inflamed common sense gland has got to come out. (laughs) See, the intentional and near-surgical removal of common sense has also been aided by the socialist takeover of America's colleges and universities, as Cleon Skousen warned of more than 60 years ago in his prescient book, The Naked Capitalist, and by the rollout of digital vote recording and tabulation systems to ensure the futility of our nation's elections, as Bev Harris and watchdog groups like Black Box Voting have been exposing for decades now. And yet few people were listening, because few people have common sense, it seems. Perhaps more than any other factor, it has been the state-run, tightly-controlled mass media and Operation Mockingbird that have inflicted the mortal wound on common sense, as I and many others have been decrying for a long, long time. So the lack of common sense, while disturbing, really shouldn't be surprising. As this billboard bluntly puts it, what this country really needs is a Department of Common Sense. So let me give you a few examples from recent headlines that illustrate the prevalence of common senselessness in our country. First of all, this headline from less than a week ago. United Airlines has announced that it wants 50% of pilots trained in the next decade to be women or people of color. This decision by United is yet another capitulation to the asinine woke perspective and socialist takeover. And by the way, if socialism doesn't strike fear in your heart, just remember that socialism is just communism during its teenage years. And socialism is suicide, whereas communism is nothing short of premeditated murder. In response to the common sense critics who asked the logical questions, uh, shouldn't United hire pilots based on their abilities and qualifications? I mean, that's what I look for in a pilot. United responded rather hastily, perhaps realizing the flaw in their announcement. Um, All the highly qualified candidates we accept, regardless of race or sex, will have met or exceeded the standards we set. Okay... Well, as the Daily Wire reported, that explanation didn't placate everyone, including Dave Brooks, the former managing editor of the Daily Caller, who asked the logical, common-sense question. Um, Why hasn't United achieved the goal of parity already if they had so many qualified candidates of color and males and females? Uh, Brooks said, quote, 
Uh, so why haven't you done this before now? If you had qualified women and minorities, why didn't you hire them? This statement implies you've been discriminatory up until now. Well, bravo, Mr. Brooks. Here is your rare common sense badge. Or we could consider, for example, the lunacy behind the recent push for gun control. Last week, the current administration blatantly and explicitly thumbed its nose at the Second Amendment and announced new gun control measures are on the way. Uh, but hey, at least the president admitted he will not be praying as he takes away your guns. Well, anyone with an ounce of intelligence ought to be able to figure out that taking guns away from law-abiding citizens does not keep criminals from committing crimes. I mean, even Willy Wonka can figure that one out. He said, you know, so you think tighter gun control laws will keep criminals from having guns? So tell me more about how criminals care so much about the law. I mean, do you really think making guns illegal will somehow magically take them off the streets? I mean, well, heck, why don't we make heroin and meth illegal, too? Oh, wait. You see, the problem with gun control is that it assumes the opposite of armed and dangerous is unarmed and safe. <laughs> but that idea is utterly absurd. We didn't win the Cold War by disarming our national defense. I mean, imagine. Uh, hello, uh, Gorby. Ron here. I just wanted you to know that we have eliminated all of our weapons, so uh, we are totally safe now. And I'm here by declaring the U.S. victory over Russia. Take that. I mean, I would read the rest of that hypothetical transcript between Gorbachev and Reagan, but it was interrupted by a Soviet nuclear missile exploding over Washington, D.C. Let's look at one more example, and I mention this one with some degree of trepidation because it represents perhaps the most obvious case of common senselessness in our country today, and that is the issue of masks. <laughs> masks are neither effective nor safe when it comes to stopping SARS viruses. There are literally thousands of scientific and medical articles, papers, and peer-reviewed studies going back 50 to 100 years that testify to this fact. Of course, the orchestrators of the great global deception only want you to listen to the state-approved lies from the likes of Fauci and Gates. Yet thousands of physicians have gone on record fearlessly standing up to their feckless and feeble-minded colleagues in the establishment medical industry stating the obvious. You know, I've provided hundreds of pages of documentation on this issue on the COVID data page of our website. Just go to notbyworks.org and click on COVID data right there on the main menu if you care to study this issue. But as if this flagrant violation of decades of established medical science were not enough, the simple fact of the matter is it does not take a PhD or MD or any other in-depth research to figure it out. All it takes is common sense. It is illogical for healthy people to wear masks. It causes immune suppression, hypercapnia, decreased blood oxygen levels, bacterial pneumonia, dental problems, and a host of other adverse effects. As Dr. Lee Merritt, highly acclaimed MD and spinal surgeon, and by the way, former president of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, said when a common senseless reporter asked her, hey, what's the big deal, doc? It's just a mask. She responded, quote, Look, I'm a surgeon. I've been in a mask for 40 years of my life, and until now, until 2020, I've never heard that masks made a difference to viral transmission. This is a new narrative, and I think it's a nonsense narrative. You don't need a medical degree or a lot of science to figure this out. A little common sense goes a long way. End quote. Well, amen, Dr. Merritt. And she went on to say, by the way, the big deal about masks is that they may be soft and they may look okay, but this really is George Orwell's boot on the human face forever if we don't get this off. 
When I see otherwise healthy individuals wearing masks, even when they're by themselves or in a car or outside at a park, I think this is the quintessential metaphor for common senselessness. We could list many other examples of the death of common sense, but I think the point has been made. So how should Christians respond? Well, frankly, common sense is not an issue of Christians versus non-Christians or even conservatives versus liberals. It's a basic tenet of humanity. God gave us brains and he expects us to use them. And yet, for believers who have a biblical worldview, common sense does carry an even greater calling. We're called to reject the world's system built upon Satan's lies and see life through the lens of Scripture. The Apostle Paul warned believers, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. We need more Christians who are willing to stand firm for the truth, even in the face of overwhelmingly worldly opposition. We must learn to identify the principles of the world and reject them. And if you're not a believer and you stumbled upon this episode, let me implore you, place your faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God who died and rose again to pay your penalty for sin. He is the only hope for eternal life. Well, this has been Culture Shock, and my name is J.B. Hickson. Be sure to check out all of our other resources at notbyworks.org, including links to past Culture Shock videos. And please share this important episode with other culture warriors. And remember, truth is sensational but never sensationalized. Thank you for watching and listening, and God bless you.